0: Welcome to Healthy Perspectives Podcast with Jeremiah, where we provide clinical perspectives on current social and cultural issues. And don't forget, you can subscribe at Podbean, Spotify, Apple, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Please subscribe at any or all of them. You can follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Getter, Twitter, and many other social media sites. Or you can email us at healthy perspectives with an S at protonmail.com. Hello, hello. Thanks for joining us. Today we were going to recognize the National Podcast Day. And so uh, what I'm gonna do is I'm going to run through some some data some things that I've been looking at uh, I've got a couple of them up on my screen because uh, I've gone through a lot of stuff uh, in part I, I did this uh, because it's National Podcast Day. Another part is because I'm learning stuff about podcasting and it's very fascinating And so this was this was just more of an excuse to go down this path than anything uh, but let's let's get rolling uh, I'm first going to be looking at Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout collects data on podcasting uh, from all sorts of different sources. And I'm going to go ahead and give you a little bit of the, the information that's out there. So first, let's start with 79% of the people uh, in the population are, are considered to be familiar with podcasting. I mean... It could be argued uh, that if you're not uh, paying attention to the reality of podcasting, that you are behind the game with 79% of the population being aware of it, uh, 62% have listened and 26% of the people listen routine, routinely. Now that is super interesting to me because as we get going, one of the things I'm recognizing is there's a lot of growth potential still in the podcasting world. I kind of thought maybe, Hey, you know, I'm probably, you know, at the end of the, uh, the line for this, but actually it's just, it looks like it's just getting rolling. And um, you know, I'm, I'm guessing about five years ago or thereabouts is when it really, you would have been at the front edge of the wave five years ago. Uh, but now, you know, you're, you're still catching the wave, you know, it hasn't even, it hasn't even passed us by yet. So, that's pretty interesting. Uh, I definitely like that, um, you know, we're, we're looking at a, a trend in the right direction. In terms of U.S. podcast listener demographics, uh, the, there's, there's three stat- statistical points that I'm going to hit, uh, the plus 55, and we're now up to 22%, according to Buzzsprout, 22% of people 55 plus uh, are, are listening or have listened to podcasts. Uh, we have the age group of thirty five to fifty four it's forty three percent and then the twelve to thirty four range is fifty percent. What that tells me is that it's a younger demographic and I say younger uh, obviously um, it's not super young necessarily, but it's it's definitely a younger demographic that is is the wave is still coming. Um, let's go ahead and move on to international podcasts this is this is interesting uh, international podcast statistics in 2021 Sweden came in first for podcast consumption followed by Ireland and Brazil what that means is this is a global market I mean look at that you've got Sweden Ireland and Brazil and uh, that that's awesome I, I like seeing stuff like that you've got, of adults in South Korea listen to podcasts. I mean, I could go on and on and on, but this is definitely a global phenomenon. Uh, My take on it, people like stories and they like to connect to people. So, you know, it it makes sense to me. Where is it growing the fastest? Uh, It is growing the fastest right now in Chile. That is super cool. It's also growing very fast in Argentina, Peru, Mexico, and China. So how do people listen? Uh, most people, uh, according to the, the, the data, shows that uh, cell phones, smartphones, that's where they're listening primarily. 73% listen uh, on their cell phone or smartphone. Uh, the, it, there's an interesting one here in terms of location. There's two main locations that people listen to podcasts. In the car, 32% of people 18 plus that have ridden in a car listen to podcasts in the car 49% of the people listen at home so those are the two main obviously there's other places people listen but that's that's very interesting you know a lot of people I know uh, they actually do listen at work when if they have an independent project of some sort Um, but I think it's still I think it's still a relatively limited in the workplace because obviously you're supposed to be working and not everybody has an independent employment opportunity, meaning they they can get away. So, you know, I'm thinking mostly like drivers and uh, stuff like that. So the top 10 most listened to podcasts according to Buzzsprout. Number one, the Joe Rogan experience. That's interesting because the Joe Rogan experience is only on Spotify. It's and it's, They have an exclusive agreement there. Number two is Crime Junkie. Then The Daily Show. Uh, or The Daily, uh, which is by New York Times. Uh, this American Life, My Favorite Murder, Stuff You Should Know, The Ben Shapiro Show, Call Her Daddy, Morbid, and Office Ladies. Here's something that's intriguing to me about this, and I'm going to get into this a little bit later. I'm going to give you my podcast choices, but out of that list, I would say I'm obviously familiar with the Joe Rogan experience. I'm sort of familiar with the Ben Shapiro show, although I haven't really listened to it. I'm familiar with the Daily, but the most interesting ones to me, and I'm just putting this out there. This is a perspective, not the perspective, but Crime Junkies and My Favorite Murder I got to tell you, more and more, I'm finding middle-aged women, so middle meaning like anywhere from like 35 to 55, 60, that's what I'm considering middle-aged for this, this, this particular uh, example are listening to Crime Junkie and My Favorite Murder. You know how many moms and wives and stuff that I I have had sit in front of me and they're talking to me about their podcasting listening habits? Oh yeah, no, I listen to Crime Junkie all the time. Which fascinates me because I truly do not know many men who listen to those unless it's their partner's listening to them. Uh, I, you know, I, I just don't know people going out of their way, but these middle-aged women for some reason seem to be all into that. Again, that's a perspective, my perspective. It doesn't mean it's a reality. It's just the way it seems. It could also be a location thing. Maybe that's it because of where I am. I don't know. So we'll move on then to the most popular podcast genres. Of course, this is all from Buzzsprout. So hang in there. Here we go. Comedy is number one. News, true crime is number three. That's, that's your top three for podcasting. Uh, you know, that's a little little disappointing and sad to me because, you know, I'm going, oh, wait a minute, where's that self-help stuff that, uh, uh oh, way down there. Only 15% of the uh, listeners are listening to self-help stuff, which means uh, my market is limited. But you know what? That's okay. I'm going to be talking to those 15% as long as they're willing to listen. So comedy news, true crime, those are your top three. The most popular podcast. Directories. Uh, this is interesting. Uh, this is like w- how people navigate toward web browsers, Google Podcasts, and Apple iTunes are your top three. That's how it goes. So people search it, uh, and here's the funny thing about this. I don't. I'm, this this data is it's interesting because only 2.8 percent of the people find it uh, via the web browser. 2.5% through, through Google Podcasts, and 1.6% from Apple iTunes. I'm not sure what that means. Uh, you know, as I, as I was going through, I was, I was trying to interpret this a little bit, but I'm going to tell you what it means is people are getting there a lot of different ways. People are finding them a lot of different ways. So uh, that doesn't help with my marketing, but let's say, uh, you know, we know that information. Good, good lordy, we can just splatter stuff out there and something will stick somewhere. That's kind of interesting. Most uh, ideal length for a podcast, according to Buzzsprout, is between 20 and 40 minutes. And that is my sweet spot, so I'm liking that. (laughs) All right, Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and switch gears. I'm gonna get off of Buzzsprout and I'm gonna shift over to uh, Riverside FM and give you a few other data points. And I'm doing that specifically because I want you to have a little bit of a perspective. Uh, the, the, the estimate based on uh, uh, riversidefm.fm, and this is a blog they did on podcasting. They collected a bunch of data and they suggest that there will be approximately 177 million listeners in 2022 for podcasting, which is up quite a bit. It's, it's up, uh, looks like about five, almost 10%. So that is good news uh, for podcasts. It's still growing. In 2006, it was nominal. It was about one-sixth of that one sixth. Uh, so how many people are actually listening? Uh, over 62% of Americans. Now I'm on Riverside FM. So bear with me if it's a little bit different, because it might be. Um, and 38% of Americans listen to podcasts in the last month. 38%. That's. I mean, we're approaching, we're over a third uh, of Americans have listened to a podcast in the last month. And over 26% in the last week That means there's a lot of regular listeners, and I think that's great because there's such a wealth of information in the podcast world right now, Uh, some definitely better than others. And while we're going down this path of, uh, you know, how many people are listening, this is an interesting data point. 26% of Americans who listened to podcasts in the last week listened to an average of eight podcasts during the week. So that means the people who are consuming, they're consuming in quantity. It is not just a one and done kind of a thing. So I, I think that's fantastic. I love the idea of being able to go out and get a wealth of information rather quickly. And we can do it on the go. You know, if you're, uh, you know, going for a, a bike ride up in the mountain, uh, you can just stick your earbuds in and you can go and you can listen to stuff. It's it's pretty fantastic. So <clears throat> Um, again, they, they did more on how people are listening. You've got uh, 25% of listeners are on Spotify with 20% on Apple. And that's what the data says. So uh, that's kind of interesting. And then there's a mix from there. And people are finding them. It looks very similar to the, uh, uh, the, the Buzzsprout stuff. So I'm going to skip that. Why do people listen to podcasts? They tune in to learn things for entertainment, to keep up to date, to relax, and for inspiration. And I think that's interesting because when I get into it in just a moment, my podcast choices, yeah, that kind of reiterates a lot of that. You know, I'm going there sometimes for information, uh, sometimes for personal growth, but I I do a lot of other things there too, it seems like. So um, those who consume are consuming a lot. So uh, I think that's pretty fantastic. And they get into that quite a bit more. Um, you know, they, they do a little bit in the uh, it, uh, Riverside FM, a little bit of research on the, uh, the idea of the YouTubing and the podcasting. So they're trying to see how many podcasters are putting their stuff out on video and, and stuff like that. So, you know, it's it's an area where I think there's some potential growth and data in that. But Um, The data doesn't look super strong. So I'm going to go ahead and bypass that. And let's move on now to what is it that Jeremiah is listening to? This guy right here. Um, All right. Sorry, I spoke in the third person. That's kind of weird. Uh, But let's get on it. This is going to be fun. I enjoy this because I listen to a ton, a ton of different things. What I'm going to do for your sake is I'm going to go through my list but as I go through, I'm going to read you a little bit of their excerpts, right? So they all have an about me kind of a, a, a statement of some sort. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but I'm going to give you a, a little taste of each. I'm going to start with, uh, the, I have categories. I've gone spiritual, po- politics, brain strain, uh, fun, money and kids those are the ones when i categorize them or when i look at mine i can categorize them in those categories so spiritual uh, i listen to men in the arena it is an interesting podcast um it was actually just recently uh given to me and i found it to be pretty intriguing they hit everything and they do it directly which i very very much appreciate uh, the about me uh, sort of stuff. It says the men in the arena podcast is designed for a Christian man in the stress bubble of life, married with kids, building your career and trying to follow God and lead your family. Well, we're here to give you the tools you need to honor God in your marriage, parenting, work, church, and community that's a little excerpt. Uh, I have found it to be really intriguing. Uh, The most recent one I listened to, and I'm not going to tell you the recent ones I've listened to on all of them, but in this particular one, uh, you know, I'm working with uh, a lot of clients that deal with uh, things like pornography and stuff like that. And they did uh, a podcast that was directly about that. Uh, It was the, I believe in September, I'm looking at it, September the 15th, your scientific path to freedom from porn. And it was intriguing. Uh, it was long and lengthy, but it was intriguing. So uh, the other one that I do for spiritual stuff is Theology in the Raw. Theology in the Raw can be pretty controversial when you talk about th- uh, theological perspectives. They talk about every uh, everything. I mean, they talk about gender and sexuality and you name it it's fair game for this particular podcast. So you're going to probably find some reviews on there that are not too good because they're trying to make sure that they there is not a single topic that is uh, taboo. And their little about me says, Helping believers think Christianly about theological and cultural issues by engaging in curious conversations with a diverse range of thoughtful people. Um, it's intriguing, but, but be warned if you go to that one, it is, it is somewhat controversial. Uh, I'm going to get on to the next ones, my next category, and this is my longest category. Uh, and I, and I say that not, not with uh, a, a whole lot of pride because as I look at this, I'm going, huh, that's kind of interesting of me too. So a little, I'm being a little critical of myself, uh, start with, uh, politics, uh, I've got The Dan Bongino Show, uh, The Young Turks, Ted Cruz, The Honorable Profession, The Daily, The Morning Wire, and The Joe Rogan Experience. Although, i got to be honest, I don't think Joe Rogan actually fits politics. I just know he's willing to address any topic, and he has been in the limelight for political reasons in the past uh, based on statements that he has made. And so I I lumped him into that category. He also fits for me the brain strain category. And and so uh, I I just wanted to point that out because he kind of does a little bit of both. Uh, although he doesn't necessarily uh, go go political, I actually think he doesn't go political for the most part. I think he's, he's going curious about, you know, what's happening in the world with politics being one piece of it. I think he's a little bit more like this podcast where he takes on social and cultural issues, um, which sometimes means there are some political issues that need to be addressed. And so let's start with the Dan Bongino show. He is definitely on the right, uh, and his uh, his actually this mirrors up really really well with the Young Turks. Their styles are very very similar. And the Young Turks is the left side, Bongino is the right side, and and so I I purposely listen to both of those because it gives me different perspectives on the same topics. I can then quickly identify what, what is typically the rhetoric of the angle and get right to the heart of what is the actual issue. Uh, I also listen to Ted Cruz. I do that because he brings stuff that's happening in the Senate to the forefront, which I very much appreciate as a citizen who does care. I get to see a little bit behind the curtain of what's going on in D.C. Uh, The other one that does sometimes similar is an honorable profession. That would be the left side, whereas Cruz would be the right side. And then in terms of news politics, uh, the daily and the morning wire, those two are opposites. So I clearly have both of them on there and I listen to both, uh, you know, that that's what I do. Obviously there's a lot of different ways to go after this. Uh, some people want the echo chamber. That's not my thing. I like to understand both angles and, uh, by balancing it a little bit, that allows me to do that. Um. The next one, the brain strain section. This is this is super great. Uh, this is probably my favorite category of all, most of the time. Although I can only do so much of it, right? Like uh, there's there's times. Honestly, I typically go from brain strain right into fun because uh, I need something to decompress after I listen. But new discourses and and D- Jordan Peterson and then Motivation Daily are my brain strains, and I say that because. Uh, New Discourses is is super theoretical. And Jordan Peterson, he balances theory with application. Now, you're probably listening and going, okay, those are both uh, right side leaning. Uh, I think that's true. Um, That doesn't mean that that's, you know, always my default, but Jordan Peterson didn't start off being political whatsoever. He has leaned that way uh, as a result of, uh, you know, lots of things that have gone on, uh, more or less have been done to him. Uh, He definitely started off way more centric, but has shifted to his tone to be um, what sounds a little bit more right-leaning. Uh, with Motivation Daily having nothing to do with left or right. It is purely about motivation, but they take on really cool topics. And so uh, I I love listening to that. It's also a very brief podcast. It sometimes lasts like 10 minutes. And so I like tacking it on somewhere in there and, and, and giving it a listen. The fun category, which is the next one. Oh my gosh, top of the list, very top of the list. Uh, you know, this is going to probably tell you some stuff about me, but I, I love listening to Conan O'Brien. He, Conan O'Brien is such an interesting character, and in and, and I say character, person for sure. But he he has these these different modes that he enters within his podcast, and they come through so cool, and so. Um, not saying that Conan O'Brien is cool because I mean, clearly he's Conan O'Brien, not exactly cool, but the, the way in which he's able to navigate in and out of those, those different, uh, personalities and, and, and flavors for, for lack of better words, is just very interesting and definitely captivates me. I absolutely love the ones where he has, you know, just normal, ordinary people on, uh, his show because you just never know what you're going to get there. It could be, uh, absolutely, you know, busting up, laughing, hilarious. It could get serious. I mean, it goes a lot of different ways and, uh, I very much appreciate that. The other fun one that I have on here is called stuff. You should know stuff. You should know. It seems like a, a, most people I know have listened to some or a lot of stuff. You should know, And uh, I guess my thing is some of them are really great and some of them are awful. And so I don't know what to do with that. I mean, uh, I, I, I keep them on my list because every once in a while I look at one and I go, hey, you know, I probably should listen to that. That's pretty interesting. And then there's a lot of them that are just, yeah, like, Thanks for the information, and that was a waste of my time. And so, stuff you should know. Uh, Their little about me section, I'm going to go ahead and uh, read it. If you've ever wanted to know about Champagne, Satanism, the Stonewall Uprising, Chaos Theory, LSD, El Nino, True Crime, Rosa Parks, then look no further. Josh and Chuck have you covered. In other words, they say, they'll talk about anything and everything, and... Uh, that's why I think some of it is good and some of it's just garbage. Uh, When it comes to money, I listen to, there's really two that I listen to, although one now, I used to listen to the Dave Ramsey stuff a lot uh, and he's got a podcast. uh, And so that one was good. And it's really about strategy for personal uh, management, personal management, not money management. How do you manage yourself when it comes to money? And then in terms of money management and understanding what's uh, fluid in the market and stuff like that, I go to Motley Fool. That's a pretty typical podcast. I think most of you are probably familiar with it if you've ever looked at anything money related in the podcasting world. And then I have this one category that's the kids category. And this is where I'm going to wrap us up because I am, it's just a super interesting category. I have children, and my children, uh, every once in a while, well, my oldest, not so much anymore, but my youngest, when we would be on a drive, sometimes uh, just me and her, I would put on the podcast called, it's called Storytime. Now, I recently learned that they are not, making any new ones but you can still access all 142 that they have out there. Some are better than others but they're good you know when I listen to them that those story time uh, uh, stories that they give they' they're pretty good they're you know they're captivating they they keep our attention so, I enjoy it because for me it was a way of connecting with my child and I definitely love that. So they the way they describe it is children's bedtime stories delivered. Fortnightly has a free audiobook for toddlers, preschoolers, young children aged two to thirteen, or the whole family. And so I've found it to be really something that I can listen to and tolerate and sometimes actually even really enjoy. While my daughter listens and likes. So that was cool. And the other one, and this is probably more of a me thing than a kid thing. Uh, but I, I love Aesop's Fables. And there's a podcast called Aesop, Aesop's Fables. And they just tell stories similar to the other one. And so that is my podcasting menu. So for those of you who have ever wanted to know, which probably not many of you, but that's okay. Um, I give you a bunch of data on podcasting and some podcasting choices that I make with my limited time, energy, and resources. I hope that you explore at least one or two of those uh, during this day where we have National Podcast Day and let's, I don't know, make it podcast week. Just listen to a few of them. I think you'll you'll find some of them to be very intriguing and uh, I hope you enjoy. Thanks for joining us. We really hope you enjoyed this episode. Please take a look at our website at www.healthyperspectives with a dash in between the healthy and the perspectives. Make sure there's an S at the end.com. So again, www.healthy perspectives with an S.com.